there's this really cute guy next to me. He was ordering a drink and we were both just waiting that the person hadn't like gotten us a drink yet. So I just said something clever. I just said, how long have you been waiting? And he was like, so clever. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Hello. This is episode six of Hello and Goodbye. Episode six. Episode six. <laughs> uh, you always look at me like, always, what am I going to say? I, I know. know. And I'm just going to repeat back what episode <laughs> number it is. Okay. What are we talking about today? All right. So today we, so when we had our dating app episode, so two episodes ago, mm -hmm. we did talk a little bit about when you do meet someone where to meet them. And then within that, we also said, you know, make sure if you're doing the online dating stuff, you should also be trying to meet people not online. Yes. Don't put all your eggs into that basket. Get out there. Yes. In other ways. Spread your eggs. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so pleased with yourself. <laughs> oh my goodness okay well at least i thought that was funny it was great okay thank you well and i'm like is it it's also it's a weird image but then it also sounds like spread your legs which i know i know that's immediately what yes. i thought too yeah. spread your legs and yeah. not your eggs or spread your eggs, not your legs. There you go. There's our, that's the title of our episode. Boom. Okay, so yeah, so we're just gonna talk about, because Jared and I actually are really good at this. I think about meeting people. Yes, we're both extroverted. In, we're both very extroverted. So we do wanna talk to you guys too, who are more introverted that may be more shy to mm -hmm. meet people. But yeah, I mean, I think we both have a lot of experience in this of how to just get out there and it doesn't have to be on a dating app. Yeah, and I think your there's some elements of this that I'm excited to ask you about because there's some things that I think you're really good at that I'm actually quite bad at. I think there's a lot of things that I'm really good at that you're yes, actually that is bad very at. true. <laughs> that is very true. I'm joking. No, that's true. Handstands. <laughs> you're giving me handstands. Okay, I'll give you education. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but we just wanted to kind of catch up on the week first before we get into episode. My week has been good, something fun. So, uh, you know, a couple episodes ago, we were talking about consent and everything like that. So my dear friend who works with me, who's like an amazing sex and relationship educator. Ooh, could we have her on campus, the show? We could. <gasps> oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Okay. Um, but she came and spoke to a class that I was teaching Thursday night. And so just a couple of days ago, and um, we had an awesome time. Oh. Yeah. And it was like really fun. I think we were both being like ourselves and my students, I think were a little bit like what's going on here, but it was really fun. That's great. Yeah. I think they got a lot out of it. And so it was cool. Good. And yeah. you're going to a show tonight? Going to a show with my same friend that's like a puppet show that's also a conversation about porn. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, so it should be really cool. And I don't know, we'll check and maybe give the person a shout out if they want a shout out or something like okay. that. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, let's see. I went on a horrible date. Okay. <laughs> from Hinge. Uh -huh. I just have been striking out. Like I deleted. Oh, no, I did match with this guy. I'm supposed to go on a date with a guy next Wednesday. Okay. From Bumble, who's 6'11". That is a tall drink of water. So here's why I don't think it's going to happen. We matched a few days ago. Uh-huh. And we were talking back and forth, and it was kind of, like, good. And then he was like, well, listen, when can you meet up? Mm -hmm. And, I, again, like, I appreciate that. Yep. And I said, okay, well, I'm free tomorrow and the following day, but then not till next week. He goes, well, I'm busy the next two nights. I'm sure, like, going on a Bumble date every night. I you mean, don't know that. Who would want to go on a date with a guy who's old 6'11". Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Look at you. I'm sorry, but it if you're six feet or taller, I'm sorry, but in my books, it just, it's nice. Okay. I'm 5'8". So with, if I wear heels and you're 5'9", I mean, like, I will still date you, but yeah. I'm taller. I don't like that. Yeah, that makes sense. 
And then he has a daughter. So he said he's with his daughter all weekend and she gets all of his attention. So we don't have plans till next Wednesday. So, like so we 10 have, days from now. So, no. Three days from now? When you say next Wednesday. Oh. <laughs> the Wednesday that's coming so up. So Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, four days. Okay, got yeah. it. Okay, so we have a date on Wednesday. But then I told him, I said, listen, like, I don't like talking back and forth before the date. Okay. Because I don't, I don't want to go eight days. Yeah, good honesty. Of random talking. Like, hey, what's up? How's your yeah, day? Yeah, for either them to cancel or there not to be chemistry. He goes, good, me either. And then we were basically like, all right, we'll check in next Wednesday. Yeah, I think that's great. I would say, yeah, either Tuesday or like early on Wednesday, like, hey, we still, you know, you know I think we I'm still just, on. Let, I'm looking forward to seeing you. I think you. I'm going to let him do that. Okay. I think I'm, because if he doesn't, then I don't care. Yeah. So. He's probably drowning in so many Bumble He's probably drowning in so many Bumble dates. Solely on account of his With women who are like 6'2 right now. (laughs) They're swiping. So anyway, so I do have a date planned for Wednesday, four days from now. Mm -hmm. And then I also had a 23-year-old hit me up on Instagram. Hey. I had met him when I taught a yoga class at a dive bar in Temecula. Cool. And we... He found me on Instagram. We became friends right away. And he's made like a couple DM slides that I thought, oh, he's probably interested or whatever. But it's just so young. Can we get, okay, for a future episode, can we get someone to talk about like the Instagram, like how to slide into DMs on Instagram? Oh, I can tell you how to do that. I do it all the time. Oh, see, I don't know how to do that at all. (laughs) I'm all about the slides. Okay. Yeah. All right. But okay. So he's slid into your DMs. So he slid into my DMs. So last night he slid in and was like, hey, can we go on a bad date? Like he was making a joke because he knew I would talk about it on my podcast. Oh, yeah. So I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. And he said, hey, boo, let's go on a bad date. I kind of like that. I think it's funny. It's cute. Yeah. So anyway, so we went back and forth. I said, dude, you're like, you're like 10 years younger than I am. He's like, I don't care. And... I don't know. So then, so actually, I'm going to read you what I, what I messaged him. And Maybe I, he's exceptionally mature. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is what I said. I said, okay, how about this? I said, I'm not interested in having sex. I don't have sex soon in relationships, and it's not something I'm desperate for in my life. So if you're looking to fuck me, that's not going to happen. If you want to take me on a date... And then we can see if we want to go on more dates and then actually date and you feel like you might be ready for a serious relationship, then I'll consider it. And then I said, just be honest with yourself. I know that I'm attractive and I get hit on a lot. I just don't need another guy in my life who wants to sleep with me. So then I said, what do you want? Wow, look at you. Throwing down the gauntlet. Yeah, because it's like, you know, it's very interesting. I feel like I can be so much more bold in myself with younger guys. I get hit on a lot by younger guys, like 24, Mm. 22, 23. And for some reason, because there's not that intimidation there of me needing to impress them because they're not older than me and they're younger and probably less judgy, to be honest, or Mm. less maybe stricter with like the what the man roles are supposed to be. Mm. I just I just kind of lay it out there with them. And to be honest, they're cooler about it yeah maybe you need to be with like a millennial man maybe i am a millennial well yeah i mean (laughs) what are the new ones well no he would be a millennial i would just be like i'm an older millennial okay yeah but i mean i don't know maybe yeah so i you know and he responded well to it he's like yeah no seriously he's like honestly i don't take you for someone who wants to sleep with someone on the first date which no no judgment to somebody does yeah sure that's just not my thing yep and he was like, I'm interested in dating you. So we have, a, we have a date tomorrow night. Wow, look at you. So I have a date with a 23-year-old tomorrow night. Uh-huh. Do we know how tall he is? I think he's six something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> and then Wednesday, I have a date with a 6'11 guy. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay, so now I'm going to talk about my horrible date that I went on. Okay. Okay, so there is a trigger warning in here. Hmm. We did start, ta- not something, no, nothing happened to me. Okay. Sorry. Um, we did start talking about the Aziz Ansari situation. Oh, interesting. Yep. And that got brought up and then it went to a conversation about rape from there. So okay. I, I will preface that if you want to skip this part, then sure. you might just want to skip ahead. So anyway, met this guy on Hinge, anesthesiologist. 
37 or 38 so older so i'm thinking and honestly like he looked like his smile was really big in all of his pictures like he was this really attractive like guy and i was really looking forward to meeting him and we actually we matched a couple days before but we started texting back and forth and i said what are you doing right now how spontaneous do you feel do you want to just like meet up for a drink Hmm. and great move thank you and he yeah. lived in claremont mm -hmm. and he had work early the next day so i offered to drive there mm -hmm. we met at a bar and we went inside and he had like uh like jogger pants on like like i mean that's fine he he said that he had just finished working out okay and but he was like so sweating because he like said that he stays hot after he i don't know it was it was kind of odd because he kept like touching his face and like putting his his hands in his eyes and <laughs> i was just like are are you okay and he's like yeah no he's like i just like i'm i'm like trying to cool down still after you know he's like, i mean i kind of picture this guy being a weirdo like me which is like i'm always trying to cram a workout in where i really don't have time for one so probably but but when you were like Let's meet up. I'll come to you. So he's like, great. I got time to get a workout in and then I'll be done right when she gets no, there. No, I think he had already worked out. So in his, in his defense, mm. uh, well, whatever. Okay. So I mean, but I don't care that he's sweating. Just yeah. like pay attention to me and like, let's talk and have a nice time. Yeah. So anyway, but then he's like, I'm so hot. Like I'm so hot. <laughs> what? He's like, can we just go walk around outside? That's a good plan. Okay. So I was yeah. like, sure. Yeah. So we go walk outside. And Is he like grabbing bar napkins and like wiping his sweat <laughs> no, off while you're sitting there? No, he's using his shirt, okay. I think. Or he okay. takes his sweater off. And so then we're walking around downtown Claremont and we walk by this sweets place. And I was like really, in uh, fun fact, I recently went plant-based. And so I wanted like a dark chocolate, like strawberry. So we go into this sweets place and I said, oh, can we go in there? So I'm looking around and I was like, ooh, that looks good. And he's like, hey, can we go back outside now? Like we're done with this, right? Yeah. And they... I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I kind of wanted something. He's like, oh, you did? He's like, I thought you wanted to know if I wanted something. <laughs> okay. Okay, so whatever. All right, okay, miscommunication. Okay, sure. so then we start. On two different pages. So he's really caught up in his sweatiness. He's really caught up in his, really caught up in his <laughs> yeah. sweatiness. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, so we walk down the sidewalk and we get to this really cool bar. It's one of my favorite bars in Claremont. And not because of the food. The food is actually quite... Uh, bad below par okay but there's this really great outside atmosphere mm -hmm. and i wanted to sit by the fire like there was like a little fire going can't you this man <laughs> is dying <laughs> what is the matter with you so, <laughs> so we, i like how you're saying this like it's like and you're like can you believe you're, you're about to say can you believe that he had a problem with this the greatest so anyway he's across from me this guy's like i can't catch a break <laughs> whereas i'm freezing yeah i'm freezing right so anyway so then he starts talking about how he just like he's either really hot or really cold and so and i'm just thinking i really like this guy like he he's cute yeah aside from the sweatiness like he was kind of quirky yeah like i liked how quirky he was okay and kind of different and i was attracted to him and he was tall yeah <laughs> so anyway so we start kind of talking back and forth and then he all of a sudden gets really cold oh, no. <laughs> no 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 it's it's not a big deal he just put his he was like oh, man i'm really cold now and he like put his jacket back on or whatever so then the waitress comes by and she's like would you guys like a drink and i'm like yes yeah. So then order wine or whatever. So then we start talking back and forth. And I couldn't decide if he was really interested in me or if he kind of was just talking about himself. And I realized very quickly into the conversation that this guy was not ready for a serious relationship. He was telling me that every girl he's ever been in a relationship with has been a massive partier. It, it was just, and his girlfriends do like drugs. It was just very weird. So what I said is... So, okay, so here's what's interesting to me about that. And tell me if I'm... I, you may have more information on this. That sounds to me like he's sort of like chasing after 
women that are like these like Instagram influencer yes. types. Yes, yes, yes. Right. And then they're probably like going for him because they're like, ooh, anesthesiologist. Correct. He's probably got some dough. Like, okay. No, I think that's exactly right. And basically what he was saying is that he's trying to get away from that. But he had just ended his last relationship like three months prior to mm-hmm. this girl. And then he said she sent him this text just a month ago and he was kind of telling me about it. And honestly, it was just too much. Like it was like, I could tell that this guy was not in the same place in his life as I was. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so then- I mean, anytime someone's leading with like, let me tell you about all my exes and what's happened in my, like sometimes something comes up that's like a story about a past relationship or something. But like, you can't spend more than like two minutes on that. No, I agree. In a first date and then you move on. Yes, I agree. It was just a lot of red flags. Yeah. And so then he did ask me, he was like, so tell me about your podcast. And then he started mansplaining to me about what my podcast should be about. He was like, how long are your episodes? And I said, well, the first one's 20 minutes. And then they kind of go up from there, like 45, 90. And he was like, don't you think 90 minutes is too long? And then he was like, you should really read this book from Aziz Ansari. It's called Modern Romance. Mm. And I said, Mm -hmm. you know, to be honest, like I'm not, I don't really feel comfortable supporting him right now. And then he mansplained to me why that was an incorrect feeling because what Aziz Ansari did was not that horrible and that a lot of men go through that and men are unjustly accused for certain things. And I don't... There's a lot of things that were said that I'm not going to repeat because I I don't want to even like spread what he said out into the world. But yeah. it was to the point where I was defending women who had experienced sexual assault yeah. to this guy. Wow. And it was the closest I've ever gotten to getting up and walking away on a date. Why didn't you? I feel like that would be the best story if you were like... I know. So because, well, one, he hadn't paid yet. (laughs) So I wanted to make sure that the waitress got paid. Oh, Like I didn't know, you you know, I don't know what kind of person he is. And then two... Maybe that's a good reason to always carry cash on a first date. So you can like slap the 20 down and and just walk away. Be like, dude, you're the worst. Yeah. And then the other reason is I knew he had to leave because he he had told me he wouldn't be able to meet for very long because he had to wake up early for work. So I knew I had maybe 10 minutes left. Yeah. And to be honest, I was just sitting there pissed, just defending these situations to him where he defended himself within situations where it was just, it was honestly, it was just awful. It's so, I mean, yeah, that sounds terrible. Good for you for not taking that bullshit. I think, ugh, I mean, uh, yeah. So is all sort of uh, shitty behavior by men equal? No, right? Like, it, to me, as a guy, is there enough stuff in the Aziz story that I'm like, mm, you're kind of a, like, a dick? Yeah. Uh, but, like, who... And and I think there's something about doctors, too. Like, especially... So, the male ego, which you and I talk about all the time, is, like, just ridiculous in all people, usually. But then doctors, I feel like that's a whole other level. I agree. Because, like, if you look at the way... Hashtag not all doctors. Yeah, true, true, (laughs) fair. But I mean, like, when you add that up, like, there there is a, I'll say, stereotypical image that happens because it's like, well, I'm the expert and like, you know, and it's this kind of unchecked sort of authority and the way they get sort of fawned over and treated special in whatever healthcare setting they're in and stuff like that. I've dated nurses and it's really interesting to hear them talk Mm, about, like, the very unique sort of psychology and kind of way doctors sort of carry themselves and are treated and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Well, what was interesting about it too is when he was mansplaining dating and my podcast to me, (laughs) he was very passionate about the social injustice that, because he was Indian. So he was very passionate about the social injustice of men and women who are colored on dating apps that they don't get swiped on as much. Mm-hmm. And it's so much harder for them to date on dating apps because of stereotypes. That is true. Yes. And I completely agree with that. Yep. And I was like, yeah, wow. I, you know, that's a great point. And I was listening to him talk about it. And so he's 
he's so hardcore, like supporting this issue. Yeah. And then it, when it came to the issue of supporting women, and I just said, you know, to be honest, like, I think men need to stop, stop supporting other men that aren't the hashtag, not all men and just stand up for the woman. Like, what are you yeah. doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Well, and also like, no one cares what men think about these no. issues, right? Like, it's like, uh, like time for me to shut up. Right. Yes. But I also think, I think this is like a classic thing in terms of the reason he's not able to do that is because I think he has felt like hurt and victimized, right? Like by like, oh, all these women like party and they like go off and do drugs, like all these women that I've been with. So he can't see, you know, like his own privilege as a male in this way because he doesn't feel privileged. Like he feels like he's been the victim. You know, like yeah, women have hurt him, right? I think there's a there's a really weird classic kind of awareness of privilege piece here, mm -hmm. right? Where when you don't feel like things are going great for you, right? Or like, oh yeah, like I'm definitely in charge in all the relationships with I have with women, right? Then you make the mistake of taking the leap of like male privilege isn't a real thing, mm -hmm. right? And it sounds to me like that's what this dude was doing. Yeah. It was just, it, to be honest, like I left pissed. I called my friend and was like, not yelling at my friend, obviously, but I was my, I was fucking pissed. Yeah. And just going off on this guy. And then I got home and I, I sent him a, a message on Hinge because I knew obviously we weren't going to meet up again. Yeah. But I just said, you know, I, I understand that you probably didn't mean it in a negative way, yep. you know, and, you know, thank you for meeting me for a drink or something like that. I don't remember what he, I said specifically, but basically he was like, yeah, you know, it was good conversation. I'll look out for your podcast and then unmash me, which is fine. Yep. And if you're listening, I hope that you take some of this <laughs> <laughs> and use it into your life. And yeah. Also like figure out the body temperature thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can see like a, would it be like an endocrinologist about that? I don't <laughs> I know. What. I can't. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so that, yeah. So bad date. And then I got two dates coming up. Look so at we'll you. see. We'll check in next Look week. at you. I'm excited for you. We'll see if uh, my anxiety can stay. Oh, you'll be great. Day. It's going to be great. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. So anyway, yeah, let's go ahead and jump right into how to meet people in real life. IRL. I-R-L? That, that's, oh. that's short, like, internet speak for in real life. Oh, wow. Yeah. IRL, isn't that... Oh, I'm thinking of URL. That is what you're thinking yeah. of. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Didn't mean to derail us with IRL. Okay. Okay, what are your top tips? So, first of all, I try and get to the coffee shop as much as possible. Yeah, you're, yep, you're really good about that. And the same ones... Yeah, and it, to be honest, I should probably mix it up. Mm. Like, like I, so my favorite coffee shop in Redlands, I go almost every day to go get a matcha latte. Mm -hmm. So I see the same people there every day. Yep. So it, to be honest, if I were smarter, I would maybe drive a little farther and go to Riverside or something and go to a coffee shop out there. Because mm. I'll go to the coffee shop and I'll sit down and do work. Mm -hmm. So if I wanted to kind of put myself in a new environment with new men yep. who we haven't seen, that's probably what I should do. I also like to, I mean, I'll, I'll mix it up and go to like a different coffee shop in town or whatever. Mm -hmm. But essentially it's the same thing. I mean, Redlands is so small. I think if you were living in New York or LA, you probably have more options. But my favorite go-to is just take a book with you or your laptop and go to a coffee shop, get a latte, sit down, but also make yourself look approachable. Mm. How do you do that? Well, probably no earphones. Yep. So no headphones. And make eye contact with guys when they walk in. Mm. Like if you think a guy is cute, make eye contact with him and smile his way. And if he's smart and single, hopefully. And interested. And interested, he may approach you. Or if you see him going, oh, this is, God, does this sound stalkerish? But if you see him going over to like, pick up his drink or get a straw or a napkin like you could get up and go over to get a napkin and be mm -hmm. like oh hey uh i mean the classic one is like do i know you oh how many times have you done see see okay this is the part that you're good at that i'm not good at like initiating conversation well i i initiate conversation in a like i don't know kind of chit chatty way not like oh hi like 
like kind of a, like I'm clearly making an approach because I might be interested in you sort of mm -hmm. way, right? Yeah, so I've done a few different things. So the other obvious one would be at a bar. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want to go out, uh, you get dressed up, go out with your girlfriends, go to a bar, let your girlfriends know ahead of time that you are maybe wanting to meet someone yeah. so that if you do meet someone, they don't feel abandoned. Yeah. Because I've had that situation before. I've been oh. out with my best friend, Michelle, and I've met someone and she felt she was pretty mad at me that I kind of like abandoned her, oh, which was like yeah. shitty on my part for yeah. sure. We worked it out. I mean, she let me know, but I've been at a bar and I went up to the counter to order a drink. There's this really cute guy next to me. He was ordering a drink and we were both just waiting that the person hadn't like gotten us a drink yet. So I just said something clever. I just said, how long have you been waiting? And he was like- So clever. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I said it in like a cutesy, yeah, yeah. like how long have you been waiting? And he was like the whole 30 seconds. And then I laughed and then, so he like, he knew I was trying to make conversation. He was interested back. We started talking. We ended up making out and we ended up dating for like three weeks. Hey, look at you. Yeah. So I think for me, obviously, it's easier to say, just say something funny or say, do I know you? Or, hey, I really like your jacket. Yeah. Or um, do you live in town? You know, something like that. It probably, there's a lot of men that don't approach women anymore. Mm -hmm. So sometimes, I don't know. What are your thoughts on the woman approaching the man? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it's great. I mean, I would echo your sort of be approachable. I think where I'm saying my approach differs as a man, particularly like maybe a little different if I'm in a bar situation than like a coffee shop situation or another situation where you're m casually meeting all different kinds of people. My approach is always just like very friendly, right? Like I don't lead often with like flirty because, you know, you never know like, who's in a relationship. Yeah, if check the ring, by the way. Check yeah. the ring status yeah. before you start doing anything. Yeah. yeah. I always I always yes. look at the left yeah. hand. We're in our 30s, so <laughs> maybe less important if you're 22. And if you're married, can you please wear your ring? Yeah. But even without a ring, right? You never know who's in a relationship. And no, you never right, know, true. Right, and like, you never want to be the dude who's like, hitting on women who are like, got it enough. So I totally echo, be approachable. Yeah, just like make friendly chit chat with whomever. And like, I do that when I'm in the grocery store. Like, you know, I do that like, even with people who like, aren't women that I might be interested in. Mm -hmm. I think the more you kind of develop that muscle of just friendly chit chat. And by the way, like there's good research that it makes you happier. Like when you're mm, like looking people in the eye and like even having like a brief sort of friendly eye. exchange. Yes, in one eye. You close one eye and have and cover one of theirs with your other hand. Yeah, so that's what I would say. Yeah, and I think also I would say if you are at the grocery store and there's someone that you're attracted to in front of you or behind, like you could always make a comment too like, oh, hey, I, I get that too. Or what's your favorite? I don't know. Like there, yep. there's so many times I'm at the grocery store and there's some really hot guys and I wish mm. they would start conversation with me, you know, cause that would be kind of fun. Yeah. Okay. So coffee shops, bars. So what I want to say about your coffee shop thing though, is like, yes, I agree with you in terms of you could go other places and maybe encounter people you wouldn't normally encounter. I think there's a lot of value in being kind of a regular somewhere and getting to know the people, right? Even the people who work there and, you know, like for you, right? Like, getting kind of friendly chit-chatty with other women who were there because then you're kind of like the network, like the web kind of grows, right? And there's more opportunities that a connection might happen when you're just sort of a stranger there. Sure, right? except for the web in Redlands is small. very small. True. Yeah. True. So I think it depends on how large the web can grow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I think that's a good point. But you know, because I think like especially... Or like, hey, I... I know Leanna from the coffee shop is here all the time. Are you single? You guys would be great together. Or yes, is that kind of right. what you're saying? Exactly. Right. Or like, you know, one of the things that if you get a couple friends and like go to trivia night at the bar every week, especially yes. if it's like, and, and you have to like feel that out because some places like everyone's just like kind of only talk to the people that they're there with, but other places where everyone's at the big long tables and mm -hmm. then, right. And then make friends with people on the other teams. You might hit it off with one of them, or maybe like they bring one of their friends one time and because 
you know that you can then start sort of talking to the person you know and then also be like, oh, hey, who's your friend? Right. Right. And so I think having those sort of casual, friendly relationships in places that you frequent Mm -hmm. is very helpful. Yeah, definitely. And so what I was going to say is coffee shops, bars, trivia nights. We had talked about this on the dating app. Join a club like Ultimate Frisbee or a running club or Kickball League or billiards or whatever. Yeah, so put yourself in situations where you're meeting new people. Yeah. Right? And I mean, I think people can go like there's like all kinds of different meetups and book clubs and, you know, whatever you're into, right? If you want to look for like a Dungeons and Dragons like meetup kind of deal. Wow. Yeah, people are into it. (laughs) Role playing has become like a big thing, I'm telling you. What kind of role playing? You oh stop. <laughs> that's 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 been a big thing. That kind of thing. Okay, so oh, you know the other thing is I wish more people did this. People you know should be setting you up with people they know. Yes, this is my number one thing, which is let people know that you're single and looking because the first instinct is always like when someone's like, oh, are you single? You're like, I'm fine. Don't worry about, you know, like, you know, you oh, just that's not my instinct. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm well, single. Who you got for me? Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people, though, like just kind of push that away mm-hmm. or like brush it aside or whatever. But I always, no matter who's asking, I'm like, yeah. Do you know someone awesome? Like, that's always my yeah. answer. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. And then and- people will be like, oh, let me think about it. Or, you know, and then like two days later, they'll be like, actually, I do know someone. And like, someone says that they don't know anyone in their life right now who's single like what how do you not know anyone in your life right now who's single yeah that like you gotta if you really think about it like people you work with or a church you go mm-hmm. to or a coffee shop you go to join a church church would be a good place yep. if you're aligned with you know yeah don't don't like <laughs> don't, go don't go someplace you don't believe in <laughs> just to meet someone that would be great. Join a cult just to meet someone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't do that. Don't uh, do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so if you're li- also, if you're listening and you're in a relationship and you have people who are single around you, like do them a favor and, and set them up with someone. Yeah. Or, or ask, right? Ask like, Hey, are you looking? You yeah. Know, or like, you- Hey, listen, I have this really great guy right now. Would you, or girl, would you be interested in yeah. going on a blind date? I actually ended up dating a guy fairly seriously for about a month that I was set up with through a mutual, almost like an acquaintance through mm-hmm. Instagram. I really liked him. You know, it didn't work out, but I appreciated that there was accountability there because he knew someone that I knew. Yep. With online dating, there's not really a lot of accountability of how they treat you because they don't know anyone in your life. Yeah, they can be a total shithead and then there's no kind of repercussions. Right. right? I mean, not that that changes anything really yeah people can still be shitheads yeah Yeah, i would say that and also like be up for stuff like say yes to things absolutely right like so you know even if bar trivia is like totally not your thing or like you don't want to go to the escape room but a group of people that you know through work or whatever are going say yes go Mm -hmm. right and especially if people that are fun and extroverted because then if you're with someone who's chit-chatting with everyone and meeting everyone at the restaurant or escape room or whatever it is then you're gonna meet some of those people by proxy too Mm -hmm. so for those of you listening who are introverted and kind of shy it's probably not gonna be very natural to go up someone and be like hey do i know you so What would be a good way, would you say, always maybe go with a friend and have the friend be a wing man or a wing woman or just put yourself in group situations where maybe you're not the first that has to initiate conversation? Yeah, I would say the second one for sure. And I think maybe as extroverted as I am, I've always had a problem with going out to pick up girls when there's like pressure on it. Or I think I said this in one of the other episodes. I've hung out with groups of guys when I was in my early mid twenties and they were like, all right, we're going out to the bars. Let's try to like find some girls to either like hook up with or get their numbers or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this sucks. Cause then half the time at the end of the night, nobody (laughs) was successful. And then just these dudes are like all pissed off. So my rule is always go out to have fun, Mm -hmm. right? Do things that you're going to have fun, be with people that are fun and, but just be open and friendly to maybe other possibilities. Yeah, I think for me, I'm always open to meeting someone wherever I go. And I I always have that kind of like, oh, that person's attractive. I wonder if they're single. I wonder if we'll start talking. But I also 
like, let's say I have a night where I'm going out with my girlfriends and I'm like, yeah, it'd be kind of fun to meet someone tonight. But if I don't meet someone, I'm not going home crying in bed. Yeah. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah don't make right, it your Don't main make goal. it the point of the right. night. Yes. And then I would say also do the group things and especially like be cognizant. There's certain people who are really great social connectors. I feel like you're a little bit like this. When you meet a new friend, you're like, oh, meet all my other friends, you know, and you'll have, there'll be times where you're bringing people from different groups and crowds sure. together and stuff like that, you know, and if you have people like that in your life, hang out with them. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is hang around friends that you like in terms of who you would want to be with as a person. So for instance, let me rephrase that. Hang out with people who represent the type of person that you see yourself being with. Yes. If you want to meet someone, don't hang around a bunch of friends that you don't like who they are. Yeah. If you're the type of person who's like looking for something really stable and you're not a big partier, like don't go to the clubs with people at night, you know, on the weekends <laughs> right. because that's the invite you got, right? Like, because right. you're not going to meet someone there who's going to, who you're going to vibe with. Mm -hmm. right? And another great place would be a dog park. Yeah. So if you don't have a dog and you want to meet someone, first go rescue a dog. <laughs> <laughs> borrow someone else's dog, maybe. Yeah. Or yeah, borrow someone else's dog, borrow mm -hmm. someone else's baby. Oh, don't borrow a baby. <laughs> I'm joking. Okay. I was like, oh no. <laughs> Please. That was a joke. Please don't borrow someone else's baby. Or steal a baby. Or <laughs> don't steal a baby. Yeah. That's yeah. Good idea. So don't no, no on the stealing and borrowing of babies. Yes. But maybe borrowing a dog. Yeah, dog park. Yes. Yeah, dog park. Or, or yeah. go with your friend who has a dog. Go with them to the dog park. Yeah, so I would say this. Push yourself outside of your comfort zone in terms of doing new things. Not in terms of hanging out with people that you don't really like or connect with or whatever. So another one that I did when I first moved out here is I auditioned for a play. You know, and like was in like this dumb little community Actually, theater production. Actually, that's kind of how we became closer. Yeah. Because you know, as a piano teacher. That's true. And you needed my help with your audition yes, piece. Yes. Yeah. Which was which went terribly, by the way. <laughs> um, but I still got in. Yay! So yeah, and then I met really cool people. Went to a play, and you know, started going to plays, and met other people in that like little sub community mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So. Yeah. yeah. Or take day trips somewhere. Go yeah. down to San Diego. Go take or a class. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, yoga. Yoga. Yep. Great, great one. place. Yep. Guys. There are not enough men taking yoga. Yeah. But okay. Yoga is a classic example of where I make sure my approach is just sort of like friendly nonchalant. Mm -hmm. Because guys go to yoga. There's a lot of awesome, beautiful Very attractive women. Yes. In yoga pants. And almost no guys. But also, you can't come into that space and be creeping on everybody. Sure. You know, or staring at people. Like, don't be lecherous. I, when I go into yoga, I kind of keep to myself. And then over time, after I've gone there eight to ten times, you know, like the teacher starts to learn your name. And then you say friendly hellos or whatever. And then you maybe chat to the person next to you. And you start to make friends in the mm -hmm. class. Right, and then let it happen sort of slowly over time. Don't be too thirsty, you know? Yeah. Which I think is like worse for a guy in those kinds of situations. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're listening, you're a male, get your ass to yoga. Yeah. <laughs> you are going to meet someone. Yeah. If you're a female, maybe your chances of meeting someone are a little slimmer. So yeah. go to CrossFit. Yeah. Go to a CrossFit True. class or go to yeah, I mean, another I would, fitness studio. Like Yeah. Or at the gym. I guess you could meet people at the gym. I yeah, that's I just... a tough approach. I think attractive women who like to work out get so annoyed by every dude like trying to hit. And they're like, leave me the fuck alone. I'm trying to work out. But group fitness classes, mm -hmm. even if it's not yoga, like as a dude, go to spin class. Be friendly and whatever, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. Do you have any other thoughts on that topic? No, I mean, I would say too, in a bigger way, my philosophy, and we've sort of said this in, in different ways so far, but the overall philosophy that I think is really important is do things that you like. Build a life that you enjoy and that is meaningful and fulfilling to you. Put yourself out there, get out of your comfort zone. You know, don't just sit home every night. 
but make sure that the goal is, oh, these are the types of things that I like to do. And then if you're doing those things, then you're likely to meet someone that you'll connect with, right? Yeah. So don't just kind of be like, oh, like, what do I have to check off these 10 things to try to meet someone? Do the things because you enjoy the things. Mm -hmm. And then the more happy and fulfilled you are, people respond to that mm -hmm. shit. And people are like, oh, this person's got a cool life that they're enjoying. I want to be around them. I want to talk to them. I want to meet them, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Also seize the day a little bit. Yeah. Like take a chance. Yeah. The worst that can happen is you get rejected. So for instance, I have a friend in my life, a guy friend, where I was at a coffee shop here in Redlands. I had never met him. He came out, was super attractive, funny, came over, met my dog and he left. And I was like, oh my gosh, I should have. Why didn't I say, do you want to hang out sometime? You know, I was kind of like bummed that I missed the opportunity. Yeah. No shit. Like two days later, I was at Eureka Burger and he was my waiter. That's funny. That's and great. so yeah. we were kind of like flirting a little bit. And then I just was like, listen, I don't know if you're interested. Here's my card. If you want to hang out. Yeah. Because I think as in a waiter position, I don't think they're even allowed to maybe hitting you. I don't know how that works. Anyway, yeah. he did. He hit me up. It didn't work out in a romantic way, but we're friends now. Mm -hmm. So that was one situation. And then my ex-boyfriend, we met downtown. There was kind of like this funny situation that happened that we ended up both being involved in. And I thought he was very attractive. He was over six feet. <laughs> the waiter was also over six okay, feet. Okay, th thank There's God. <laughs> and we were talking there and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I can't miss this opportunity. I can't miss this opportunity. And so I said, what are you doing right now? Do you want to go grab a drink? And he did, and he loved that. And we became boyfriend-girlfriend. We're, like, madly in love for a whole three months. Love it. <laughs> and then I was going to end with just one story that happened recently. I was at a Christmas party this past Christmas, so 2019. And, you know, I had gone not thinking I was going to meet someone, but it was at the coffee shop that I go to oh, all the time. Oh, of course. So yeah, I got invited to their like special customers Christmas party. So I showed up. See, benefits of being a regular. Benefits See what of I'm being saying? a regular, yep. yeah. And so I showed up and I ended up talking to this guy that wasn't naturally my type, but I was trying to be more open-minded and just kind of started saying like some funny things, you know, like, like, uh, how long have you been standing here? <laughs> no, I just kind of started talking with him and then I was making fun of him for his age because he was 45 and we started talking back and forth and really like connected. So then he said, you know, can I have your number? I'd like to call you and take you out on a date. And I was like, absolutely. Yeah, that'd be really fun. Well, then unfortunately what happened is I left the party. He also left and went downtown, got really drunk, and then started oh, no. drunk texting me. Probably not a good look when you're 45, especially. 45, never been married. I actually have the text saved. I was going to read a couple of them. Okay, I'm sure this is going to be funny, but this is the part where I'm like, I feel so bad for this guy. But go ahead. So let me preface a little bit. Oh. It's still going to be funny. Okay. Go ahead. So let's just let's just say we're not doing this out of mean spiritedness. This can happen to any of us, right? Like, I mean, it was a douchebag move. Oh, okay, great. Okay, so anyway, then I'm not gonna feel so bad. meet this guy at the party. Was kind of excited about him. Was totally yep. ready to go on a date. Yeah, totally ready to go yep. on a date. Then at 11:30 at night, get a text that says, "What up?" Oh no! Nice, Come on, dude. nice to meet you. I'm like, dude, I am 33 fucking years old. You just spent three hours talking to me at this Christmas party. You're going to start with what up? And I think there's a thing. So I'm 38. It's so important that dudes grow out of this college. 21 year 20 old language. 25 year old. Yeah. Well, language and mentality. Because that mentality of, yo, it's 1130. I'm drunk. I'm thinking about this girl that I talked to earlier and like we hit it off. We made this connection. Let me hit her up right now and maybe we can hook up tonight. Mm -hmm. Like that's that like 22 year old thing. Dude, you're going to talk yourself out of something that you've already right. have set yourself up in a really good way for. So like quit while you're ahead. Don't do that. Yeah. And I was actually really looking forward to the date and thinking like, oh, he's 45. He's got his life together. Like yep. he has a career and he's like, you know, and he was like my height. So I was really like, Oh, wow. I know. Yeah. So I was actually interested. So then I responded, what up? 
with a question mark and a laughy face. And he goes, who is this? Because I had responded like an hour later. So then he goes, who is this? Like he didn't even remember that he had texted me in the first place. And then he goes, where are you? I said, who are you? Because now at this point, I didn't know if this was the right guy. And yeah. he goes, Wait, had you guys exchanged texts? No, this was at the, the party? first text. So he just says, what up? So then he goes, downtown, pick me up. I, again, I said, who is this? And he goes, I will admit, you are a strong woman. And then he says his name. So I'm like, okay, confirm that this is the guy that I gave my number to. And I said, how drunk are you? And he goes, not very, let's talk. And then I said, pick you up. I'm at home trying to sleep. And he goes, anytime, pick me up. And then I said, I'm confused. He goes, don't be, you seem like a nice girl, hurry. So, what? I mean, yes, I know, it's really weird. And so then I responded, this is the worst conversation. And he goes, I know, please forgive me. And then I said, you're on your own, have a good night. He goes, good night, I didn't know you would be so mean. I miss you. I know, no, no, miss you, where are you? What is happening? I know. So then I go, I'm at home in bed and staying here. He goes, meet me, let me come see you. Ugh. And I said, you're a 45-year-old man. This conversation has been extremely disrespectful. I'm not interested in speaking with you again. Please don't contact me anymore. You are, like, great at, like, really giving the, like, lecture. <laughs> you're like, let me tell you why this isn't okay. So then he goes, sounds good. You probably hate my guts, but good night. Next morning, I wake up. He sends me a picture of his cat. Okay. Okay. So then I go, I'm sorry, what? Okay, now now you're just gonna unload. I said, have you read the text from last night? You wanted to come over and hook up. You missing me? You seem so cool in person. Honestly, that was the biggest turnoff. I told you not to contact me again and you did. And not only that, but not to apologize, but to send me a picture of your cat. Nope. You said you were going to call me and we should hang out again. Not booty text me four hours after we met. So immature and so inappropriate. Good for you. And he goes, honestly, I don't really remember texting you last night. I do apologize, but really, let's not make a big deal out of this. Mm. So I won't read any more of the conversation. But that's it, like that's like him being like, please don't tell people. I no, was. that's him gaslighting me, mm. saying that it wasn't really his fault that I I'm over I'm overreacting with this. Yeah, I guess that's so. Anyway, true. he so the rest of the conversation, he was like, "I feel bad that you're so angry about this, and you're overreacting." Blah 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 blah. Anyway, it ended with a lot of anger, hun. A lot of anger. That's what he said to you. Yeah, and I was just like, "Fuck you," and then I blocked him. Good for you. So, <laughs> I mean, but that—that's the interesting thing, and this is your thing about always texting back. Is even from the beginning of yo, what up, blah blah. I mean, I get that you're like, wait, who is this? And as soon as he says his name and he's like, come get me, be like, no, I'm going to bed. And then just call it a night. Right. Get, hash it out with him. Well, I wasn't trying to hash it out with him, though, to then go ahead and be friends. He needed to know that this was inappropriate behavior and he wasn't going allowed to treat me that way. Yeah. So that was kind of my thing is like, yeah. I'm tired of men getting away with this shit. Yeah. And because if he's doing it to me, he's doing it to the other women. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but I'm not going to put up with it. And I'm going to tell you how shitty of a person you are. Yeah, but the, but so the question that I have, right, and I don't know the answer to this, is what is going to make him feel more like an idiot and a douchebag and make him more likely to change his behavior? One, whether you're like, you're a total douche. I can't believe you did this. Like, why would you do this? Or two, nope, dude, and then just cut it off. Because this way, he at least gets to try to say, like, oh, why are you being so mm. mean about this? The other way, he's just like, oh, I fucked that up. You know, and, and I don't know. I think there's good and bad parts to either way. I mean, yeah, I see what you're saying. And this is where we were talking about how I have a hard time not responding to texts yeah. and pulling back. But to be honest, I feel like I I don't did. think you should feel bad at all. I'm not saying that. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, but no, no, I, no. I think I did the right thing in this situation because he is friends with one of my friends and I know that he kind of went to her and was like yeah I got drunk and I sent some drunk texts and I don't know why it was that big of a deal mm. so I mean this guy is just like has some major issues and yeah yeah anyway like I haven't it. seen him again and but I never saw him after that so anyway that was just kind of one of my stories of a recent meet me in real life situations that didn't go and very then well. gone gone terribly wrong gone terribly wrong yeah but 
the whole point of it was that I did put myself out there. Yep. And we had a great three hours. And then, you know, thank goodness he showed his true colors right in the Yes. Beginning. And also, like we talked about last episode, right? When you're putting yourself out there, know that you might chit-chat with someone and nothing may come of it. Or you might chit-chat with someone and exchange numbers and get really excited. And then they turn out to be a good, yeah. crappy person. But just... Keep going. You know, you got to kiss a lot of frogs before you get a prince. Is that Ugh, I don't like talking about getting princes, though. I, I guess that's lame. Yeah, I, I don't need a right. prince. But it's just like, yeah, like you got to, you know, I don't know, try on a lot of hats yeah. before you find the one that fits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so striking out on these <laughs> metaphors here. Okay, so anyway, but I think that's a good note to end on. Yep. With all of this, whether you're online dating or whether you're trying to meet someone in real life or whether you're not even trying to meet someone and then you accidentally meet someone, yeah. be confident. Be who you are. Yeah. Hold on to yourself. Yes. Right? Don't let someone make you feel like... This guy's a perfect example. He was trying to make you feel like there was something wrong with you for feeling the way you feel mm -hmm. about the way he treated you. Mm -hmm. Don't let people do that yeah. shit to you. Yeah. yeah, and if you get rejected... It's not a big deal. Yep. Yeah. It doesn't, that person isn't defining who you are. So Yeah. And exactly. Be nice and keep it moving. But if they're rude, I think you can be rude back. I think you will feel better and the better move is for you to be like above reproach. If that person's going to lower themselves by like being a jerk about something, you don't go to their level, but you go, okay, sorry, goodbye. Right. And just cut it off. Strong boundaries. And I'm going to maintain my integrity in the situation. I guess my point of view on that is, and we've talked about this before, where the woman grows up to feel like she has to like make the man feel good. Yeah. Yeah. So my whole thing with the empowerment of telling men off is like, why are we fucking doing that? Why are we... Why, I agree with that. Why are we not saying something to just kind of let them be or whatever? So my thing is, for me, it feels empowering to be like, no. You don't get to treat me that way. Don't ever do that again. And mm. I think while probably most of them that may not even hit a chord, maybe some it will make a difference. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I think we're going to wrap up. So make sure to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Uh -huh. Follow us on Spotify. And we're available on all other podcast platforms you can follow us on instagram at hello and goodbye podcast you can follow my personal account underscore liana joan don't worry about following jared don't worry about it there's nothing to be seen <laughs> we're on twitter hello underscore by underscore pod please send us dms let us know how you like the show tell us who's funnier me or jared <laughs> <laughs> And I think we're gonna we're gonna say goodbye. Goodbye. We'll see you guys next time. Yep. Bye.